game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Jeff Collins Show. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Jeff Collins and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Wednesday evening to you. Glad to have you aboard for another edition of the Jeff Collins Show and ahead of the first road trip of the season for your Yellow Jackets as they go to UCF to take on the Knights. Four o'clock, Tomey's Leather, our network pregame at 2 o'clock. But why wait until Saturday? We can break down that matchup here over the next hour with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. I'm Andy Demetra. Let's welcome him in right now, Jeff Collins. Coach, good to see you. Hey, and appreciate you. Second half hour, get to be joined by your linebackers coach, Jason Seymour, back on staff with you and leading a very productive group so far this season. Yeah, Boogie's done a great job uh, uh, with, with those guys. I'm really happy that he's back on the staff with us. Uh, adds tremendous value from a defensive perspective, um, from a special teams perspective as well. And, uh, you know, he's one of the coaches that's universally loved by every uh, player on the roster and uh, does a tremendous job for us. Oh, we will delve into the origin of the nickname Boogie for Coach <laughs> Seymour. Fear not. That'll come in the second half hour, but we got you for the first half hour yep. like always uh, and let's dive right into it for the folks who missed your press conference yesterday you spoke about the attitude and the mindset and sure. the focus that the team had coming out of uh, what was uh, a day that they know they wish they had performed better against yep. Ole Miss just elaborate on that and just the mood the mindset and the focus that you've seen from your guys these first couple of days of practice getting ready for UCF yeah just you know obviously when you have a disappointing performance you, you uh, are curious about the mindset and the demeanor of the team when they come out to that first practice of the week and for us that was Tuesday and uh, you know I think some of the older guys in the program uh, stood up and stepped up and uh, with their actions and their words uh, set the tone for the practice set the tone for the week and uh, we've had two really good days of practice uh, obviously everybody in the program uh, every Georgia Tech fan has a bad taste in their mouth from last Saturday and uh, you know I'm proud of the guys uh, the way they came out and attacked to uh, work to get get a result that you know uh, puts everybody back in, in the right mindset moving forward yeah it's one thing to hear from the coaches but it's another thing when the players hear it from their fellow players who were some of those upperclassmen who spoke up and sure and kind of set the tone for you yeah absolutely yeah Zamari Walton is one uh, Ace Ely Charlie Thomas uh, Jeff Sims um, and, and there's others and uh, you know we, we've been building this thing where it's not having to be a coach run uh, organization coach run locker room the players the investment the buy-in uh the attitude the demeanor all those things uh really shined uh you know this week you hate that it has to come off uh, such a disappointing loss um but the guys did a nice job of stepping up and uh setting the mood and the tone for the week and we got to continue that all the way until you say toe meets leather uh, against a really good UCF team on the road. It's tricky, and I don't think there's anything in the coaching manual for it, but how do you manage making sure that you know, what happened on Saturday still fuels these guys to be locked in and to yep. make sure that they're uh, executing at the level you need on Saturday, but also making sure that what happened on Saturday, they, they don't carry that burden uh, more than they need to. Well, the th 
thing that we do is we get uh, we go ahead and put the game to bed on Sunday. So we had Saturday, we had the game, uh, we made the corrections, we came in, met his units, met his uh, entire team, watched every single special teams play as an entire organization, uh, and then are able to move on after that and refocus and uh, start the week on Sunday with the prep for the UCF game. Mm-hmm. And I think those things are beneficial, uh, you know, so the schedule set up, you know, the right way. And uh, obviously Monday is their off day. And uh, to the guys' credit, they were around here a lot on their own, watching film on their own uh, to, to get ready to play at a high level. You'll be facing another run-heavy team this Saturday yep. in UCF. They're seventh nationally in rushing. John Rice Plumley, their quarterback, He's a 100-plus yard per game rusher, but yep. they operate a little bit differently in their running game than what you experienced with Ole Miss. So what's been the emphasis, the areas of correction uh, in the run defense this week? Well, obviously the quarterback, I mean, he's real life fast. I mean, I think he's a, you know, a sub 4-3 guy, and that's that's legitimate. Um, so he's got real speed, um, you know, can throw the football, can throw the deep ball very well. Uh, the RPO game, he's really strong with that. Um, so a running quarterback um, always is, you know, something you've got to be extremely aware of and concerned with. Um, and then they've got two really good backs, you know, two with different flavors. Uh, you know, one's a, a downhill physical guy and then another. Bowser, right? uh, yeah, yep. and then and the number zero is um, he's got a lot of speed as well. He's shifty. He's uh, a home run threat when he touches the ball. And then their offensive line is is has a lot of experience inside and a lot of length on the edges. And uh, so that that's adds to the you know how well they run the ball and they've got two tight ends that they bring in interchangeably um, and they do a nice job in the run game as well well it was another productive day on Saturday for your senior AC lead 12 tackles three TFLs had a sack had a forced fumble inside the 10 and ace enters this week second in the conference in tackles he leads the conference with five TFLs explain his importance not just from a production standpoint that that much is obvious when you look at the stats but just the leadership that he provides, even when you know the water's getting a little choppy, just what he does and what he means to that defense. Yep, just every single day he just comes to work. Um, great attitude, great demeanor, great leadership. Um, and then he backs it up with, with how he plays and how productive uh, that he is. And uh, you know, you've seen him throughout the week, not only leading the defense, um, but using his voice to you know motivate and inspire the offense as well. And uh, it's been really good to see um, the presence, the command, all of those things that he has. And then it's backed up by his production numbers and that he's a great player as well. Um, so there's even more substance uh, when he does talk. And, uh, you know, the guy, every single guy on the roster listens to him and uh, just really proud of who he is uh, as a player, obviously, but even more so as a, as a young man uh, in this program. You guys gouged Western Carolina on the ground, almost 250 yards rushing, yep. five touchdowns. Tougher sledding versus Ole Miss. So what is the team zeroed in on this week to make sure that can be a really effective part of the offensive game plan versus UCF? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the tax for loss and the sacks and all those kind of things compound the issue. Uh, but we've got to get the ground game going and, uh, you know, just, you know, establish a physical presence up front execute at a very high level and uh you know i think we've got three really good running backs that we interchange a lot and uh you know just got to get the 
run game going uh, to open up everything else uh, on the perimeter. All right, it's Georgia Tech versus UCF continuing to count you down. Just getting started tonight on the Jeff Collins Show. We'll take our first time out, continue to delve more into the jackets with the head coach of Georgia Tech, Jeff Collins. That is next on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Football season is here, and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm. That means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are out in full force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow is an official Georgia Tech football partner, so rest assured that with Arrow Pest and Termite Control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. It's no longer about answering the most emails or pulling the most all-nighters. It's about prioritizing what's most important. Hey, Lexus, give me directions to Eagles Peak Hiking Trail. Calculating route. That's why the Lexus NX has an interface engineered to understand you and an available 14-inch touchscreen that's simpler and more intuitive. The Lexus NX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Availability and accuracy of navigation system depends on many factors. Data charges may apply. Here comes the rambling wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action is a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance. And you better watch out, because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They are experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-970-3199. That's 800-970-3199. 800-970-3199. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. 
Georgia Tech versus UCF Saturday as we welcome you back to the Jeff Collins Show. Of course, you spent a couple of seasons on George O'Leary's staff down there yep. in Orlando, linebackers coach, recruiting coordinator, and George O'Leary will be performing the ceremonial coin toss on Saturday before yep. the game. Yeah, he, he means a lot to me. Um, you know, I grew up in this profession, uh, learning from him, coaching for him, both at Georgia Tech, and, uh, you know, was very fortunate uh, that he hired me again on his staff at, to join him at UCF. And, uh, you know, I have such respect for him um, as a coach, obviously, and then as a man and as a mentor. And, uh, you know, it's just he, he means a lot to me and my family. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things, the way I've, um, you know, based my career and coaching philosophies uh, greatly impacted uh, by, by that man. And uh, it's always an honor uh, to be in his presence and just really thankful for him. They uh, erected a statue of Coach O'Leary yep. outside their stadium. Yep. And the last time we played, we went down there. Um, in 2018 and uh -huh. played UCF Thursday night ESPN and the first thing I did when I got to the stadium is I walked over there and paid homage <laughs> uh, to Coach O'Leary and the uh, and his statue and uh, you know it's uh, he, he means a lot to me no doubt about it well let, let's focus on the matter at hand in Georgia Tech and UCF uh, look 27 tackles for loss by your defense that is the most through three games at Georgia Tech since 2007 you had a dozen versus Ole Miss we don't want to lose sight of that yep uh, Anything you guys are doing, di doing differently up front to account for that uptick in TFLs compared to where you were even last year at this time? Yeah, I just think just the aggressive mindset and nature. There's some schematic things that we've uh, added to, uh, you know, into our schemes. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun to uh, create those tackles for us in those situations. And we got to keep doing it. You know, credit to our players um, for executing, you know, when we are aggressive and uh, – um, those kind of things. So just we got to continue to do it. And, uh, you know, the biggest pieces we have to continue uh, to build on is just the third down piece of it, mm -hmm. um, creating sacks and making key third down stops um, along with the first down TFLs and pressures we're getting. With uh, the third down stops, is that as much a mindset as anything? I mean, there has to be an element of the intangible just to to want to get off the field and to make sure – you're aware of where the down and distance is and, and it's, it's not necessarily always about the play call it's about the mindset as you you know align for that third down yeah absolutely and then the the game Saturday was a little bit different in the fact that you know a lot of times their third and eight was just normal down calls um, so typically offenses when they get in third and eight there's a very distinct passing demeanor um, you know the, that wasn't the case this past Saturday and uh, but just understanding having the awareness where the sticks are what the situation is and the, the emphasis and the focus is making sure we get off the field, um, you know, in, in those situations that we've got to do a, a better job at that. Having the increased TFLs, how much of a correlation do you draw between that and now having four interceptions? Jalen King got his first career pick on Saturday. You have more interceptions now than you had all of last season. That's got to make you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Just the, the creating chaos and mayhem and all those kind of things um, have been a staple of our defenses. And, uh, you know, the uptick in that, uh, you know, has been promising. Um, but we've got to continue to build upon that uh, as we move throughout the season. And, uh, you know, obviously the challenge ahead is, you know, what a good running offense that uh, UCF has. 
and the RPO game, the complimentary packages that come off of it. And then they've got some uh, long history of specialized plays, mm-hmm. uh, trick plays that they're very effective at. It's just a part of their offense. And uh, so obviously we have to handle, you know, the base run game, the base pass game, but be very aware, um, you know, of the specialty plays that they do such a great job historically um, in Coach Malzahn's offense. You'd mentioned Zamari Walton as being one of those veteran voices yep. who, who commanded the team's attention earlier this week. Can you just speak to the job Zamari has done in bringing along so many new starters in the yep. defensive backfield? Yeah, just been really proud of him. Zamari's played a lot of football for us and uh, just his leadership, his presence, um, his belief system, the way he's wired as a young man in this program and uh and again kind of like ace he's a great player on top of that which you know solidifies you know when he does speak and uh you know just how he's brought in um you know him and spider uh miles sims ken and johnson kenyatta watson at the corner rotation and then adding kj wallace uh who's starting force at nickel and performing admirably um out there week in and week out and uh jalen king i think has been uh you know we've always known what a steady reliable uh player he's been throughout the course of his career but it's so awesome to see what a playmaker uh Jalen King mm-hmm. um has become on the back end too besides getting us all lined up and making sure we're in the right calls and checks and all those things the playmaking ability that Jalen King has shown uh this season uh you know bodes well for our future um in the secondary and his as well uh, at the next level one day yeah, yeah. You got to replace uh, one guy who was drafted, the other guy who's on a practice squad, sure. Tariq Carpenter and Wanya Thomas. With Zamari, you talk about programs that are player driven, that are yep. player led. Uh, the job that Zamari did fostering that chemistry and that camaraderie yep. and that communication with a defensive backs room that had to welcome in five transfers yep. and three true freshmen. Yep. Uh, that's stuff that takes place behind the scenes, away from the public eye. But I know you have a lot of praise for the work that Zamari Walton yep. did kind of in the offseason to make sure that this was going to be a cohesive unit when the ball got rolled out. Yeah, and I think it's the, the closest secondary that we've had since we've been here. Um, you know, credit to Zamari, credit to Spider, credit to Jalen King, LaMiles Brooks, Derek Allen uh, have done a wonderful job with all of that. And then, you know, the hiring of Georgia Tech legend uh, Travars Tillman uh, further solidifies the closeness on the back end and, uh, you know, just continue um, to be all on the same page, execute at a high level. Um, then also when plays break down, um, you know, and the quarterback starts moving around, the plaster uh, component as well. But just been – I've been really pleased uh, with that group and how they've uh, come out each week and studied the tips and reminders, studied the game plan, studied uh, everything to get ready to play at a high level with a cohesive unit on the back end. We'll really break down UCF in our final segment with you, but I do want to ask you this. Had a great defensive start versus Clemson. Only had one touchdown in the first uh, 25 minutes or so of the half, and that had to come on a short field. Uh, Weren't able to duplicate that uh, Western Carolina and Ole Miss. Is there anything you can draw upon from that Clemson start that that you'd like to recreate for for this Saturday? Yeah, just understanding the opening script uh, that teams are going to have and, uh, you know, just being prepared to handle tempo, handle um, some unique looks, unique wrinkles um, before they get 
get into their normal play calling series and sequence. Um, so just being able to handle all of the uh, openers with poise. And then, you know, there's been times in those drives early in those two games where we had opportunities to get off the field on third down, and we got to capitalize on those. Well, and I, So that's a big deal. Yeah, I know they, they call it the bounce house in Orlando, but uh, you'd like to make sure that everything is not vibrating, everything's on level ground in the opening, uh, opening quarter plus. Georgia Tech versus UCF will have some final keys to a successful Saturday with head coach Jeff Collins. Also, second half hour, we'll be joined by linebackers coach Jason Seymour. Stay with us. Much more of the Jeff Collins Show coming up on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. With a Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Is this your Falcon's tailgate party? Yeah, who are you? Your tailgate coach. Huh? You see this Falcon scratcher? Uh-huh. You need to scratch one. You went big on this scratcher and those puny little hamburgers? They're not that puny. Well, give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks. Or a hickory smoked pig. I like pigs. We all like pigs. And flank steak. Show me some flank steak, son. I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. This is Mindy. Hello. Mindy's a savvy car buyer, just like you. And she's not going to drive all over town trying to find a great deal on a new Subaru. Not leaving the house until I find exactly what I want. That's why she's logged on to SubaruofGwinnett.com. Found it. With new Subarus arriving daily, she can find the newer certified pre-owned vehicle she wants, reserve it with just a click, even find out about her lease and purchase options. So, what do you think? Love it. What else you got for me? Told you she was a savvy car buyer. Well, Mindy, SubaruofGwinnett.com can instantly appraise your trade and give you top dollar. Now we're talking. And you can live chat with a salesperson or service advisor to set up an appointment that's convenient for you. Oh, I think I'm in love. Uh, I'm flattered, but I'm a married man. Uh, with Subaru of Gwinnett.com, silly. Oh, <clears throat> right. Uh, my bad. Visit Subaru of Gwinnett.com or come see us on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Subaru of Gwinnett. The Coach Collins Show, the call of every game, and Atlanta's hometown team bringing you the latest on the jackets. This is The Fan. There's 
no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. All right, winding down with head coach Jeff Collins. Jason Seymour coming up in the second half hour. Great to have you with us on another Wednesday night on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Fourth all-time meeting between Georgia Tech and UCF. The school record, by the way, longest pass completion was set in the very first meeting between the Jackets and Knights 1996. Joe Hamilton, of course, was the quarterback. He probably already knew that. You want, you want to take a stab at uh, the length of that pass completion? Uh, you can tell me, Andy. 96. That's pretty good. Charlie Rogers. Pretty good. And it was a pass out of the backfield. Yeah. Not bad. Charlie, Charlie was a special player. Had, he, had, he had wheels, too. Yeah, no question. Oh, yeah, UCF found out that day. All right, so let, let's talk more about UCF. And you talked about John Rice Plumlee, transfer from Ole Miss. He started for them as a freshman at quarterback, then moved to wide receiver, but 300-plus uh, passing yards, 100-plus rushing yards in their win last Saturday versus Florida Atlantic. As far as his ability to be a threat in the running game, but also a very capable passer, is there an analog that you, you can draw to any other quarterback you faced in recent seasons? Uh, not that he's a really, I mean, he's just, uh, really, really fast. And then he has accuracy and, and a big arm as well. Um, so we've got a work cut out for us. Uh, we learned in the, in the second game of the season, the pass rush lanes and containing the quarterback because the young man that played for Western Carolina, uh, had some escape ability in the pocket and, uh, you know, number 10 for UCF, um, has that. And he's got breakaway home run speed, uh, when he gets out in the open field, he doesn't throw to anybody in his wide receiver rotation though and I found this interesting who's taller than 6'1". So if you were to profile UCF's wide receivers, are they more the shorter, shiftier types? Collectively what do they do well? Well, uh, number one Javon Baker. Um, he's a transfer from Alabama. Physical player. Uh, really good hands. Solid route runner. Uh, really good on the 50-50 balls and the uh, you know back shoulder throws. They make a living at that. And then number four is a uh, electric down the field threat, and uh, they use him on a lot of specialized plays as well, reverses, speed sweeps, uh, those kind of things. So knowing where those two players are on every single snap uh, is very important. And then the the rest of the receiving core, uh, they're all fast. Um, they do a nice job within the framework of the offense. Um, so you know it's going to be a big challenge and understanding the splits and the um, formations and all of those things are going to be huge keys uh, to the game for our second. We're still only three games into the season, so stats can get skewed. UCF, they opened with South Carolina State, then they played Louisville, fell there at home, and then last Saturday, Florida Atlantic. But in spite of that, somebody's got to lead the nation in every category, and opponents are only completing 42% of their passes against UCF, yep. and that is the lowest percentage in the, in the country. What, right. what, what makes it... Uh, treacherous to try to throw against them. Yeah, they, they're, they're very multiple in their in their coverages. They do a lot of really well run, organized disguises, uh, and then they, you know starts with having really good players and uh, up front creating pressure and all those kind of things. Uh, but they, they do not allow easy access throws. They challenge every route, uh, and then they're multiple on the back end as well. Uh, when Louisville beat them. Malik Cunningham, their quarterback, ran for 121 yards, right. and they had a really hard time containing him. 
Is there maybe more onus on Jeff Sims Saturday to be assertive as a runner? We know he can be very dynamic sure. when he pulls the ball down. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, you know, expect, you know, a big game from Jeff. Uh, excited to see him uh, play in this kind of environment. And, uh, you know, the challenge for all of us is to play well uh, around the quarterback position. Up front, protecting him at a high level, generate yards in the run game. Um, and then on perimeter, um, making sure we're securing all catches, gaining positive yards. And all of those things executing at a high level so that it doesn't always uh, doesn't have to fall on Jeff's shoulders and he can just execute within the framework of the offense and then make the explosive plays uh, that we know he's capable of. Now, Jeff is one of the many Floridians who will be back in his home state this Saturday as he take on UCF. Of course, his uncle, Mike Sims Walker, sure. former wide receiver at UCF. And he still holds the single-season school record for receptions at UCF. So he was a pretty good one in his Absolutely. own right. His nephew's not too bad either. And we look forward to seeing what Jeff and the rest of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets can do this Saturday, 4 p.m., Tommy Leather, as they take on UCF. And on that, we'll wrap things up with you, Coach Collins. Got Coach Jason Seymour on the other side. Appreciate the visit as always. Thanks, Andy. All right. And we'll see with, uh, talk with Coach Collins this Saturday in Orlando. Coming up next, though, is linebackers coach Jason Seymour. That's up next on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from legend sports glory isn't given it takes hard work it takes hustle only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir he dives for the end zone and he gets in when we rally the swarm we become something much bigger than any single one of us a program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up digging deep bouncing back being part of something bigger than ourselves touchdown jackets for tickets and more info visit ramblinwreck.com is this your falcon's tailgate party yeah who are you your tailgate coach huh you see this falcon scratcher uh-huh you need to scratch one you went big on this scratch and those puny little hamburgers they're not that puny we'll give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks or a hickory smoked pig i like pigs we all like pigs and flank steak show me some flank steak son I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon Scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in. When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinwreck.com. Attention plumbers, pipe fitters, and HVACR technicians in Atlanta. If you're not making over $51 an hour total package, this message is for you. The United Association of Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and HVACR Technicians Local 72 has immediate opportunities in Metro Atlanta. Top-level pay, excellent benefits in retirement, long-term projects, and safe working conditions. Contractors are hiring right now. Call 404-373-5778 or visit ua72.org and click join us. Terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Apply stop to opt out. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ISSA online for details. Tired of the 9 to 5 grind? Looking for something different that's flexible, fulfilling, and pays well? How'd you like to get paid to work out? Now you can with ISSA, the global leader in personal fitness certification. There's a huge demand for certified personal trainers right now. And once you get ISSA certified, they guarantee you'll get a job. Trainers can make as much as $200 an hour. Yes, I said $200 an hour. And with ISSA, you can be certified in as little as four weeks. 
Just text athlete to 323232 now to get started for free. You do everything at your own pace and 100% online. Pursue your passion in specializations like yoga, nutrition, or strength training. Live life on your terms. Get certified and train like you want. Start your own business, work at a gym, or make health and fitness your side hustle. Whatever works for you. Just don't wait. Get started today and be certified in as little as four weeks. Just text athlete to 323232 right now to get started for free. Text the word athlete to 323232. Text athlete to 323232. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. Latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. So welcome you back to the Jeff Collins Show on this Wednesday night, getting you ready for Georgia Tech and UCF this Saturday, FBC Mortgage Stadium in Orlando, 4 p.m. Tomies Leather, of course, we'll be on the air with Network Pregame at 2 o'clock. This man will be up in the booth for that one on Saturday. First year as Georgia Tech's linebackers coach, but not a newcomer to the Georgia Tech staff. He spent the 2019-2020 seasons as a defensive analyst for the Yellow Jackets. Happy to have him back on the flats. He is Jason Seymour joining us now. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. You know, it's got to be nice when you come back and you look out in the linebackers room and you got A.C. Lee and you got Charlie Thomas. Those guys have been heavy hitting and high production through the opening three games. What makes them such a, a fun duo to coach? Uh, multiple things, really. Just who they are as people is where you start. Uh, both guys are incredibly competitive. They're very mature in their approach to the game. Uh, they have really good process, and they love football. So so whenever you put that into a mold with uh, two kids that are really good athletes, you have a chance to be a really good player. You know, we saw Ace last Saturday and what he did, 12 tackles, had a sack, had three TFLs, forced a fumble for good measure. He's got two fumble recoveries already this season. There are the stats that make it obvious why he's as talented as he is, and then there are the non-stat things that go into why a player is so talented. What are some of the non-stat things that Ace does so well? Well, with Ace... He's our Mike linebacker, so it all starts with communication for him. He, he's responsible for setting and adjusting our fronts. Uh, he's responsible for blitz adjustments, changing the paths of, of, of how guys are going to hit blitzes. Uh, so, so really for him, it, it's, it's knowledge of the game, it's communication, and all the intangible things that go into preparing to do that at a high level. So, so – that's really how, in my eyes, how he separates himself as a football player. You know, it's interesting when you think about maybe the, the, the most notable middle linebackers to ever play the game. You know, Mike Singletary, Brian Urlacher, Ray Lewis, the list could go on. The first thing everybody thinks about is their physicality. But what isn't part of the conversation nearly enough is how cerebral you have to be to play at such a high level, right? Yes, very very much so as football modernizes, right? Uh, that's kind of how the game has transitioned. It used to go it used to go in streaks. Uh, half the half, half the country ran triple option, the other half was pro style. And then it was everybody's running air raid and a couple teams are running pro style. Now 
offenses are becoming so multiple that you're seeing every facet of all those styles of offense wrapped up in almost every team that you play so you're you're dealing with tempo you're dealing with pro style concepts you're dealing with option concepts uh it's getting harder and harder to defend to defend offenses so defensively being able to process the adjustments within your scheme is becoming more and more important talking about the multiplicity of offenses how would you characterize uh the the ucf offense that you'll face this saturday i'm sure they borrow a lot of elements of of different styles as well sure uh i'm familiar with coach malzahn from my time at tulsa um i've seen his offense kind of grow and morph into what it is today a lot of the same concepts but they they do a lot in terms of using multiplicity of tempo so they're not like uh, Ole Miss who we played uh, last week who was just left lane hammer down all the time they'll uh, they'll show you tempo and then they'll check the sideline and slow down and change the play uh, they'll do things like uh, muddle huddle and burst into a formation so they they do a lot of things to put stress on the structure of your defense in that way um, They'll do uh, different surfaces, you know, uh, put a put a tight end in a two-man surface and then go tackle over to create three solid and four solid fronts where you have to kick your front over to have enough hats to fit. So they they do a really good job. They do a really good job in terms of their plan to gain hats where they want them and put your defense in conflict. So you're a muddle huddle guy, not a sugar huddle guy. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, but you said you're familiar with Gus through your time uh, as the outside linebackers coach at Tulsa. You guys missed each other at Tulsa by a couple of years. Is that right, yep. Gus? I was actually there with him for, for a couple weeks okay. when, a couple when weeks. I got there. Yep. And then wow. Coach Norvell, who's the head coach at Florida State now, worked under him, so there was a lot of offensive carryover. Over when Chad wow. Morris was hired to be the OC. So just a couple of weeks there that yeah. you guys crossed paths in the offices. Did not know that. As we're joined by Jason Seymour, Georgia Tech linebackers coach. We had noted you were here in 2019-2020 as a defensive analyst. You spent the 2021 season as the defensive coordinator of Valdosta State. Led them to the Division II National Championship game. Uh, what compelled you to, to want to come back and link up with the staff again here at Georgia Tech? Uh, there's a lot of things, uh, when, when you look at taking a job, uh, the big, the biggest thing in my mind that you take a look at is the time investment that is required for the job. So, so when you take a job, you want to go somewhere where you enjoy the people that you're going to be around all day because you're going to spend 15 hours, 16 hours a day with these people, you know, you're going to, you're going to spend a significant significantly more amount of time with this team than you will with even your family so when that opportunity came up uh i, I really enjoy the people in this building um I, I enjoy coach collins uh i i enjoy all the assistant coaches i know a lot of the players in the building uh so so those relationships that were built the last time i was here uh, those things are special to me I, I really enjoy this group of men that played a huge role in it um, obviously the 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 chance to compete professionally at the highest level play played a role in it um, but but yeah like, like I said really you know time is your most valuable your most valuable asset in life and I wanted to spend uh, spend my time and my investment and my mental energy and stuff like that and compete with these men 
Uh, like we said, a lot of familiar faces when you rejoin the staff, but a lot of familiar faces inside that locker room as well, one of whom, Charlie Thomas. And, and what can you say about Charlie? He's always been a ferocious hitter, but when you left here in 2020 and then when you came back here this offseason, how did you see Charlie, even in that small time you were away, become a more refined linebacker? Uh, Charlie's maturity level since I've known him a couple years ago, just as an athlete and a person has gone through the roof, which, which speaks volumes about him. Um, I'm ple- I'm, I'm, I'm just really pleased as, as a coach. We all have, we all have motivations why we do things professionally. Me as a, as a coach, I do this for player development. That, that's what brings me joy is, see, is seeing guys become the best version of themselves as players and as people. And ultimately at the end of the day you you want to see guys take a process that take a process that you preach and and you try to build into their lives and and things like that and when you see people have success that's that's really what what brings you joy in it and it's really awesome to see how far charlie's come he's, he's become a great player he's become a leader um he he's a guy that loves this game and is is using his process to prepare for this game to make himself a better person so and when that light switch comes on for a young man it's really neat to see because you know that they're going to be successful in life and anything that they do and and that's going to be charlie thomas as far as pure hard hitters charlie's got to be got to rank right out there among the the best you've seen yep Yep, he he. Uh, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end. His, his <laughs> physicality, his physicality is is tremendous, and what it really does because Charlie's not your prototypical two hundred and thirty five pound linebacker, right? Um, so so kind of what makes his skill set unique is he's hovering between you know two fifteen and two twenty, but his level of physicality he plays bigger than, than he weighs because he's so physical. So that's that's been a that's been you know something that's allowed him as a maybe a thinner frame guy to play at the level that he's playing at. So that's definitely one of his strongest traits. Uh, before we hit a break, coach, I want to ask you about some of the other guys in your linebackers room, the young players like Trenelius Tatum, Tyson Miguez, Cal Eford, your true freshman. Uh, what do you hope those guys will learn from being around players like Ace, like Charlie? Uh, I think, especially from the game reps that they've gotten this year and in practice, uh, you hope you hope they understand the value of dependability of doing of doing your job, and how important that is on every single play. You know, when you, when you're a high school football player, especially when when you know you're a Division One prospect, a lot of it is is oh they gave the ball to that guy, I'm just going to chase him and hit him. You know, that's that's kind of what a lot of that is. But but at this level, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of discipline and dependability in your job. At this level, you, you can't just run around blindly with effort and tackle people. You you have you have to be tremendously disciplined. So at this at this level, at this level, talent is not a separator. Everybody has talent. So the thing that makes football at this level different is how disciplined are you? How consistent are you at doing your job? Everybody has talent. The, the more the more often you're disciplined and consistently in the right place, the more plays you're going to make. So hopefully these guys are, are, are sitting in the room and they understand the value of that and the approach that 
Ace and Charlie have in terms of what they put into their preparation so that they can be that on Saturdays. Very interesting way to frame it. Continuing the conversation with linebackers coach Jason Seymour. We'll do that after this. It's the Jeff Collins Show here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Here's to the fans who show up for the game, finding their spot, staking their claim, towing the trailers, hauling the gear, a tradition of tailgating that happens each year. And here's to the truck they drive, the Ford F-150 truck. Power your tailgate like never before with an available ProPower onboard generator. For great offers, see your local Ford dealer today. Not all models, trims, or features may be available. Contact your dealer for more information. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, Oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Discover the Lexus GX. It features an available powerful flat third row seat to accommodate your cargo. An available off-road package that includes an under-vehicle camera and the ability to confidently conquer multiple terrains. And Lexus Safety System Plus, an integrated suite of advanced active safety equipment. The Lexus GX. Experience life to the fullest in this rugged yet refined SUV. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Crawl spaces, not fun. Not anywhere you really want to hang out, but when you're the adult in the house and there's an issue under the house, brother, that's on you. It's Chuck, and if your crawl space is nasty, damp, humid, maybe you've noticed high energy bills, high humidity around the house, musty smells, insects inside, unfortunately, that means you're like a lot of folks with a crawl space on a vented dirt area. It's comparable to keeping your front door open all the time. It's uncomfortable, it's unhealthy, and it's costing you a fortune. Vents in your crawl space allow hot, humid air to enter, cause condensation, pick up mold spores. None of this is good. That air escapes into your home, meaning you ultimately breathe it in. Encapsulating the crawl space transforms it into a dry, healthy, usable space that's fully secured with patented, proven systems backed by lifetime, fully transferable warranties. You can trust AquaGuard Foundation Solutions to waterproof, encapsulate, and dehumidify your crawl space. AquaGuard.net to schedule a free evaluation. AquaGuard. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. 
Continuing to count you down to Georgia Tech and the UCF Knights. First time Georgia Tech has ever played a road game at UCF, but of course they have played in Orlando previously. Had the Champ Sports Bowl route of Syracuse, and then of course that one in 1991, the Citrus Bowl versus Nebraska. You might have a passing familiarity with that, and we'll put total leather at 4 o'clock from FBC Morgan Stadium in Orlando on Saturday. Here on the Jeff Collins Radio Show, we continue to chat with first-year linebackers coach Jason Seymour. Boogie, is that what they call you? Yeah, that's that's kind of gave you this nickname. <laughs> that's kind of the nickname that's that stuck with me. Uh, I was GN at Oklahoma State, and and one day uh, Mike Gundy called me that in a staff meeting, and everybody was kind of like, "Huh, what does that mean?" Uh, he previously had, had had a guy on staff that looked like me, and that was his nickname. So he just—I'm pretty sure Coach Gundy didn't know my name at the time because I was a brand new GA. So he kind of just threw that out there, and then next thing you know, everybody's calling me that. So did he, did he maybe think that you were still the old GA name? It's, po- it's possible. Some, some some credence to that as well. Yeah, it was something like get my coffee or something. I don't remember. Okay, so you technically then that makes you. Boogie number two. Sure. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, let, let's continue to delve a little bit more into your history. You are the pride of Ganado, Arizona. Now, my folks have lived in Arizona going on 19 years. My mom has been through Ganado. And to the folks in the desert southwest, they may know where Ganado is and what Ganado is. But to the folks here in the southeast, probably less likely. Ganado, for those who don't know, is a town on the Navajo Nation reservation. So you were raised on the Navajo Nation. I was. That, that's got to be really unique among FBS coaches. What was it like growing up in in a place like Ganado on the Navajo Nation? Uh, I mean, just like just like anywhere else, there there's there's positives and negatives. For for, for me, it was it was unique. In, in that you're in an environment where pretty much everybody's different than you in, in, ter- in terms of uh, the culture aspect of it, um, all those kind of things. So I didn't grow up in a diverse vi- environment. Uh, there was maybe five white kids in the whole school and 980 kids, you know. So, so it, it was unique in that you're growing up in an environment kind of where everybody is different than you, you know what I mean? Also, uh, just just like anywhere you you have you have a so the Indian reservation is very different because it's it's very it's very small towns kind of spread out in this massive area right there's almost a million Navajo Indians and they all live on this sprawling huge reservation the largest reservation in the world and there's there's no big metropolitan areas, right? All the towns have one gas station, maybe a McDonald's or something like that. There was no McDonald's in Ganado. So there's just not a lot to do in terms of a social life or uh, activities or having a job or any, you know, as a teenager and stuff like that. So for me, it was an opportunity to really invest in athletics because you don't really have you know any other options you know so so that's kind of where that's kind of where I got my start in terms of how important being a part of a team and stuff like that was to me because it's kind of all I had when I was a young when I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. Your your dad was the, the football coach yep. at the high school in Ganado. Yep. Uh, how long had your family been in the Ganado community? When and, and why did your family first move there? Sure. So, and uh, shoot, I guess it would be the 
early 70s, late 60s, there, there was a government program called the Bureau of Indian Affairs. And my grandparents are from Oklahoma. Uh, they moved to Alaska to to pay off their student loans because the Indian tribes in Alaska were paying off student loan debt for teachers who graduated. So they moved up to Alaska to teach in an Eskimo community. Mm-hmm. And the Bureau of Indian Affairs kind of started the same thing on the Navajo Indian Reservation. So they wanted to get back closer to Oklahoma and eventually try to do the same thing in Oklahoma. So they, they moved to Ganado, Arizona to, to kind of be in the same program to finish off playing their, paying their student loans. So they lived there for a few years and then ended up moving back to Oklahoma. And then when my dad got out of the military, he kind of knew a bunch of people that were in that community, and he did the same thing. Uh, what was Friday Night Lights like in Ganado? And, and we should mention that you were part of two state championship football programs for the high school, were you not? It, the, it, out on the reservation, everybody kind of knows basketball is king, mm-hmm. you know? The, the, the basketball arenas rival Power 5 basketball arenas, oh, the yeah. high school arenas do out there. Um, but there was there was an excellent crowd. Like, like like I said, you know, if you live out on the Indian Reservation and the nearest town is Albuquerque, New Mexico, three hours away, you know, there's there's not a lot of social scene and stuff like that going on. So whenever there was a, a basketball game or a football game, there was thousands of people there. So it was definitely a neat environment and and, and just the the community support and stuff like that was pretty cool. You know, when people hear town on the reservation. Some may get a very inaccurate or unfair image in their mind of what that entails. But like I said, my my mom has been through Ganado. She's been to the Hubble Trading Post, Mm -hmm. which is one of the landmarks in Ganado. You've spent your formative years in Ganado. Uh, What what do you want people to know about Ganado, Arizona, where you grew up, the the town that shaped you in a lot of ways, and a a place I'm sure you have a lot of fondness for? Sure. Um, The thing that made it, the thing that makes it really neat is uh, I'll go back to to the cultural piece. So uh just the just the beliefs that that Native Americans have is, is very similar. When I was in college, I had a Tongan roommate. And my and my Tongan roommate uh family was very important to him. Um once once they kind of trusted you and got to know you, you might as well be their brother, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh very similar culture in that way. Very very close very close. Um the the community really sticks together and you know, those kind of things really make it different as far as because I've lived in a lot of cities now and things like that. And once you get out in the real world, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a rat race, you know. It's it's dog eat dog. It's production driven. Relationships are transition uh, transactional a lot of times, but it's like going back in time when you when you when you go back there where people people really value you as a person and, and, and the relationships are close and all those kind of things. So it's a cool place. Yeah, explain to people like just the Navajo culture that, that, that had to be part of your your daily life and just. Going about your daily affairs in Ganado, right? Sure. Yeah. The the I mean, the thing that the thing that was always uh, crazy to me was uh, every the, like half half of the Native Americans like share the last the same last name, and I'm like, so, so is everybody related? Or well, they 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 don't distinct. Not everybody distinguishes family necessarily like by your last name, right? Some of it, a lot of it is is clans, right? So this is my name. 
we all a bunch of these people have the same last name but they belong to a different clan you know what i mean so 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 that that piece that piece was pretty cool and and um like I like I said earlier, but you never felt like an outsider and get out. Like you said, you, no, no, your family no. had been part of that community yeah. for for including your grandparents almost a half a century. Absolutely, I mean it, it's I, I I never I never I never felt that way growing up. I I felt like it's almost like everybody that that surrounded me might as well have asked me what my clan was. You know what I mean? I mean it, it's a it, it was a really it was a really cool experience in a lot of ways. Uh, last question for you before we wrap up. Jason Seymour, our guest here. Fascinating conversation here. Uh, just talking about your upbringing. Like I said, I, I don't know if there's another coach at the FBS level who has your type of background when it comes to your hometown. How do you think it has helped you uh, working in college sports, working in college football, just as far as the ability to relate to people of, of different backgrounds? Sure. Uh, it, it kind of goes it, it kind of goes there's a lot of things you know how you view we're all a sum of the experiences that we have in life you know i mean when you're on when you're on the reservation in a place like that there's just there's not a ton of opportunities you know and there's not a ton of there's not a ton of people that you get to know that are going to help you advance professionally and all the all those kind of things you know so when when you get out into the world you realize that you know man if i want to do this or that professionally a lot of that a lot of that is about who you know and who knows you and all those kind of things the the other piece of it is what do you do with the opportunities that you have and what do you do with the time that you have to be to be successful you know so when when i got to college and i got off of the reservation i i really believe that i had a different view as far as what i did with my time and taking advantage of taking advantage of the fact that relationships relationships meant a lot to the people that i was around surrounded by and that has served me well in my life because the the opportunities that i had from thereafter being able to establish relationships and, and things like that came naturally to me and it was important to me and has allowed me to get to where i'm at today because of the people that i know and the people who know me and just the way the relationships that we have that's really cool stuff yeah i appreciate you sharing some of your story with us absolutely that's great stuff jason seymour our guest here linebackers coach for your georgia tech yellow jackets georgia tech versus ucf tomis leather four o'clock can't wait to talk to you on saturday from orlando as we wind down another edition of the jeff collins show coach hope we get to do this again You'll be Coach Seymour. I don't think I've earned the right yet to call you Boogie. Nah, every, everybody does. I'm nope. Well, that's okay. Coach <laughs> Seymour, there's only one appropriate way to end it. Jason Seymour, Jeff Collins, for our entire crew, Andy Demetra saying so long. Thanks once again for listening to The Jeff Collins Show. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit newrealmbrewing.com for more. Georgia is our home. 
That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. You've been listening to the Coach Jeff Collins Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.